So my parents are elderly and they need to move into an assisted living facility. I'm in charge of their estate and I'm in charge of selling their home. How do I organize all their stuff that they no longer need? How do I get help in selling their possessions? Are there people who can help me through this process? How long does it take to organize an estate sale? Help, I need help. Is there someone who can help me? Hey, I'm Eric Hutchinson and I'm the principal broker and owner of Hutchinson Realty. Welcome to episode 16 of Real Estate Talk for Northwest Arkansas. I have one of my realtors with me today who also has an estate sale business and that can answer all the questions that I just asked. So, hey, Tammy, why don't you introduce yourself and let the listeners know who you are? Yes, my name is Tammy Siegelquist. And as Eric said, I am a real estate agent but I also own an estate sale company, me and my husband. It is Hidden Treasures Estate Sales. If you look for us on Facebook, it's Hidden Treasures Estate Sales NWA. I like that. Mm -hmm. And it's appropriate, Northwest Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And I love the hidden treasures. I love the fact that you are helping people transition from one part of their life to another. So we're going to talk about that more in a minute. But before we do, I'm going to go over what we call the real estate weather report. Going to kind of of let our listeners know how many houses are for sale. So currently, as of this morning, uh, July 25th, there are currently 1,659 houses for sale. And that's Sounds like a lot, but that's all of Benton and Washington counties, uh, which is actually an increase from last week when we only had 1,587 houses. And Tammy, I know you know this, but we have low inventories. We've had low inventories for three years, and we see it fluctuating up and down. But uh, a 72 house increase in seven days is pretty good. Um, this is the time of year when people are putting their houses up for sale. Lots of new construction. In fact, 42% of the houses of that 1,600. Uh, 159 houses for sale are new construction. So we have almost half the houses are new constructions. So if you're looking for a home, uh, there are houses out there to, to buy. So it's still a seller's market though. But we're going to look at just briefly the six largest towns and we start south in Fayetteville and we go northward. So we go Fayetteville, Springdale, Rogers, Bentonville, and then we go west over to Centerton and then we go into Bella Vista. Those are our six largest towns in Northwest Arkansas. So I'm going to go over those six largest towns, tell us how many houses are for sale in each town, what the median list price per uh, list price and the price per square foot. Uh, and then I'm going to go over kind of the new and resale homes that are in those each town. So I'm going to go through these pretty quick. So in Fayetteville, there are 216 houses for sale. The median list price is $433,950 at $209 per square foot. There are 70 new construction houses in Fayetteville and there are 146 resale homes. Let's move northward to Springdale. So in Springdale right now, there are 143 houses for sale. The median list price is $461,723 at $197 per square foot. And um, there are 44 new construction houses and 99 resale homes. So 
we're going to move northward to Rogers. Rogers has 173 active listings right now at a median list price of $539,999. Not a lot of affordable housing in Rogers right now. And the median list price per square foot is $215 per square foot. There are 31 new construction houses and there are 102 resale homes. Let's keep going northward to Bentonville. Bentonville has 192 houses for sale and the median list price in Bentonville is $580,000 at $218 per square foot. Still not a lot of affordable housing in Bentonville. There are 79 new construction houses and 113 resale homes. Let's go west to Centerton. And Centerton has 120 active listings at a median active list price of $407,976 at $205 per square foot. There are 89 new construction houses and 31 resale homes. So Centerton doesn't have a lot of resale property. They've got a lot of new construction homes, and they are probably one of the more affordable areas to live in next to Bella Vista. So we're going to go north uh, to Bella Vista. Bella Vista has 176 six houses for sale right now. The median list price is $410,000 and a median list price per square foot of $200 per square foot. So Bella Vista has always been our biggest bang for dollar. There are 96 new construction houses and 80 resale homes. So more new houses than resale homes. So let's look at all six towns real quickly. There are 1,020 active listings from Fayetteville to Bella Vista, right down the 40, Interstate 49 corridor. And the median list price is $469,775 at $206 per square foot. There are 409 new construction houses and 611 resale homes. So that's our weather report, kind of uh, uh, what we kid about in real estate. So if you are looking for a home, there are houses for sale. It's still a seller's market and houses are selling usually somewhere around 30 to 50 days. That's usually our days on market. So real quickly, if you're a buyer and you're wanting to get a loan, I checked our local lender this morning. And for a 30-year fixed conventional, 7.375. And, and uh, Tammy, they've been fluctuating from anywhere from 6 to uh, 7.5%. That's kind of where they've been floating back and forth. To get a government loan, FHA or VA, is right at 7% as of this morning. So uh, every day it seems like they go up or down just a little bit. So if you are a buyer and you're looking for a house and you need a loan, talk to your local lender. And I will tell you, call multiple lenders, not just one, call multiple lenders because sometimes those rates can fluctuate and certainly their closing costs can fluctuate. So that's kind of what's going on in the real estate market. But let's talk about our topic. So Tammy, I, I'm really interested and excited about getting into this a little bit. So um, I do have uh, parents that are in their 80s. And of course, I was just doing a fictional scenario at the very beginning of the podcast, but uh, they, my parents are not ready to move into a assisted living, but some people are ready for that. And so am I correct in saying that these are kind of the most popular clients that you would have would be either someone who is ready to go into assisted living and they may contact you and want you to come out and consult with them, or it's the kids of the parents who have passed away and they've got the, they're in charge of the estate sale and they say, Hey, we need help here. Can you help us with that? Would that be a logical assumption that those are your two main clients? Yes. Here in Bella Vista, especially, uh, we have a lot of people that move here from other 
areas to retire and they, they want to golf and, and things like that. And so uh, what I see is uh, they get elderly and maybe they need to move back up north or wherever they're from to be closer to family and maybe they're going to move into an assisted living. Um, and so they're not going to have room for all of their belongings. And so, um, you know, they need to, they need help. And, um, you know, a garage sale can be really hard and overwhelming, especially for elderly people. And um, so that's what uh, I try to do is help people, um, you know, downsize, get rid of their stuff, whatever they need. But then we also see, um, like I'm fixing to start an estate sale where uh, the, the man has passed away. Uh, the mother, uh, she's in her eight, up, up in her eighties. She um, somehow her back broke, and so she's been in rehab and stuff. Well, she's going to end up moving in with her daughter and son-in-law. Well, they you know don't need her house anymore. They don't have room for all of her furniture and and things. And so she has picked through what she's going to keep. And move in with them, and then uh, I'm going to come in, and uh, me and my husband are going to come in, and we are going to go through their things and, um, you know, get ready for the sale. So let me ask you this question. So whenever someone calls you like this and they mm-hmm. say, hey, we want you to come out and give us a consult, what mm-hmm. does a consult look like? Do you walk through the property yes. and talk with them about which things they want to sell, which things they don't? Do you start pricing things immediately or do you have to have time for research? Okay. Um, you know, I received this call. Uh, they're a real estate agent who's a friend of mine. She recommended me. And um, so what I did is I made an appointment with them, went over and um, met with them, got to know them just a little bit, let them get to know me. Um, And yes, did walk through and see, uh, you know, there's things that they are going to keep, especially like a a couple of pieces of furniture that's been in the family for a long time. So what I've, and actually they had already gone and put a sticky note on it that said, keep, you know, uh, which is very helpful. Um, a lot of times I have to tell people several times, you know, you need to get it marked what you're going to keep. Um, also we, um, I just walk through, I open cabinet doors, you know, whatever closets I am and kind of go over with them. Is this going to sell? Is this, you know, um, so, um, that's, basically uh, what um, a consultation is. And also, like I said, I have allowed them to get to know me a little bit. And um, and then I tell them, you know, yes, you know, you have plenty here to do an estate sale. Um, and then if they decide that they want to use me, then I have a contract that we, uh, you know, go over. I make sure they 
you know, hopefully understand everything and uh, get them to sign that and set up a date. So if they have a grand piano and they want to get rid of that and sell that, and that's part of the estate sale, and they say, hey, we bought this for this price and we think it's worth this. Do you kind of do your research and say, well, the market's showing this? And do you have that little discussion with them about where to price it? Or do you just take what they what they want to price it at? Yes. And as you bring up a piano, I had um, back in the spring, I had a large condo and uh, the lady had bought a grand piano, beautiful. And um, she had never even played it because she didn't know how to play. She wanted, she just wanted it. And so what we did is I did research um, <clears throat> her, uh, kids they kind of helped do some research on their end and then we kind of got together and you know said you know I told them what I thought it was worth you know and what they were willing to take and we came to that and actually because it was so beautiful and I didn't want it to get messed up and it was in tight kind of in a tight area we went ahead and listed that on Facebook marketplace ahead of the sale and it actually sold and was moved out before we even had the sale and so that was you know a really good deal did they get what they wanted for yes the, oh that's yes. wonderful we didn't even the guy didn't even haggle with us over it he he knew what it was worth well it was almost like brand new you said it yes. hardly ever been played yes. so that's that's mm-hmm. amazing yes. so whenever you go out for a consult and you're talking with them and they say hey uh, we need to sell our house as well um, should we do the estate sale first or should we do the estate sale you know after we put the house up for sale or or you know before we close I mean do you get do you talk with them about the timing at all yes you know I've done it both ways it just depends on you know do they have too much stuff in their home that maybe it's not going to show well um, if that's the case uh, usually I talk with the agent and as I'm an agent also I kind of understand you know maybe we need to have the sale first uh, but sometimes there are time restrictions of where well we really need to get this on the market so uh, what I try to do is uh, you know, say, well, you know, you just need to allow me two weeks to get back in here and get everything done and get the sale done uh, before closing. You know, maybe they'll go ahead and list it. And as soon as it goes under contract, then um, they'll, you know, of course, it'll go off the market and um, I will start my work. Yeah, so I done. think that's really good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned talking with their agent. If a seller has a realtor, um, and by the way, if you need a realtor, we'd like to volunteer for that. <laughs> but we have a consultation. I know at my company, when we talk to a seller that's in that situation, they're going to move to assisted living. We say, have you talked to an estate sale person? You might want to call them and talk with them first, but the house shows beautifully. And if it does show beautifully and we want to keep that furniture in there because it shows better, you might want to wait till it goes under contract. And then once it goes under contract, then we can have the estate sale from the pending date until the closing date, which normally if there's a loan involved, it takes about 30 days to close a house. And you said you needed two weeks to get it ready. Mm -hmm. So that seems like it's ample time. Why don't you go over a little bit about what you do whenever you get a house ready for the estate sale? What do you, what do you do? Do you, 
move things around? Do you yes. bring in tables? Do you mm-hmm. fold sheets? I mean, tell me some of the things that you do whenever you're getting things ready. Let's say this is going to be an estate sale and the mm-hmm. person's moving to assisted living and you've got quite a bit of stuff. Okay. Let's say it's on a Monday and me and my husband, we bring all, well, we bring some tables to start with. Uh, we have those white tables that fold up and we bring those and set those up, but we also use countertops. We use, um, like if they have some china or something like that, we'll set that on the dining room table if they're going to sell that. Or even if they're not going to sell it, uh, we will use that space because we need, um, you know, as much as we can get. My husband usually works on the garage area, and if there's a workshop, um he works on that first, and I stay in the house. Uh, we go in, and we start pulling things out, um, kind of organizing it, because we like to have things together uh, as much as possible that, you know, like things. Um, and then we start organizing, getting ready, so that I can take pictures, because I I put as many pictures as I can get on estatesales.org when I advertise. And I try to advertise the Tuesday evening before the sale. Then we go back and we start pricing. Whatever I need to do to get the most amount for my client. And I even, if there's jewelry that the family doesn't want, and I think it's possibly, you know, sterling silver or whatever, I go, I have a, uh, a certain person that I go to in Rogers and that does buy gold and silver. And I feel like he's very honest with me. And um, so I take it there. If the family doesn't want it, you know, I take it there and he looks at it and he will buy it. And he gives me a really good deal. I feel like more than what I could get at the estate sale itself. You know, there's just a lot of steps and people don't understand sometimes. Well, you know, how come it takes you two weeks or, you know, whatever? Well, because I want to do a good job for my client and I want to get the most money that you know, I can for them. It's, you know, I don't just do garage sale prices, you know, especially the first day. Um, So you mentioned garage sale several times and, you know, we all know what a garage sale is. Is that kind of the format that you use whenever you have an estate sale? And you mentioned also maybe promoting and advertising it on a Tuesday for a coming weekend sale. How many days? So if you advertise on a Tuesday, you've got, do you do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Do you just, and I'm assuming by it probably depends on how much stuff you've got, right. but is it like a garage sale where people walk through, they look at it and they go, Oh, I want that item. And then they come to you or is it an auction? I mean, tell us a little bit about that right. process. Um, yes, we, we pretty much use every room in the house, <laughs> even the garage. And then if there's a workshop, you know, um, and yes, the people do come in the house Uh, That's the reason it's really better if the owner is, if they're still living, that they're already um, moved to wherever they're going to move or that they're at least staying with someone. Um, So we have it set up to where 
if we're using the front door, they come in the front door and they leave the front door. Um, that is for uh, protection of somebody just not walking out with something. But they do come through the house. Um, most of our clients, I mean, it's just amazing because we have a really have a following of people that love to do estate sales. And, um, you know, they, they're very respectful of things and um, just, you know, they're like our family in a way after a while because uh, we get to know them so well. It sounds to me like you have uh, repeat customers or repeat yes. buyers that oh, come yes. in. And they, so yes. they, they kind of watch for that. And where, so you mentioned a website that you uh, advertise on. Um, is that the only website or do you advertise on multiple places, social media or what? Well, we pay to advertise on estatesales.org. Okay. Um, there is estatesales.net, but um, we pay for estatesales.org. Most of the people here in Northwest Arkansas that do follow estate sales, that's that's just where they know to go look. Sure. And then um, like the day before the sale, I will go in and put that on Facebook Marketplace and um, probably, I bet there's eight um, garage sale uh, places to shoot it out to that's like Facebook Marketplace, but it's the garage sale version of Facebook uh, advertising. So, you know, I feel like we're getting it out there to a lot of people. And um, yeah, it's just amazing the crowds. I mean, usually we have a line before we open. I mean, they're lined up out there. So, <laughs> so if a buyer is listening and they say we're interested in estate sale stuff, we want to come to one. They can go. I'm assuming to your Facebook page, which is you mm -hmm. know Hidden Treasures, and they could probably search Hidden Treasures NWA mm -hmm. uh, on Facebook, and you would pop up, and they can follow you or subscribe yes. to you there. And and whenever you have an estate sale, I'm assuming that you put that on there. This yes. is coming up, and so there's a place mm -hmm. there that you advertise. Mm -hmm. But then again, it is the same ad that is estatesales.org with all the pictures and everything, so they can go in there and look and see a lot of the things that we're going to have, you know, at the estate sale. I mean, um, I try to, you know, I mean, sometimes there's 200 and something pictures, wow. you know, it just depends on how big, how large the estate sale is. Is the process any different for if the owners have passed away and the children are the ones selling the the estate and the house. I mean, does that process change any, or is it pretty much the same process that you had with the, with the owners? It's, it's pretty much the same process. Okay. Yes. Yes. Can you give us a range of what it would cost? So if, if there's a, uh, some children that are listening and when I say children, adult children that are listening and their parents have passed away, or maybe even some people that are thinking about moving into assisted living, they go, well, what's this going to cost me? I've got a, you know, I've got these, these items here that I think are worth money. I don't want to give them away. What's it going to cost them? Can you give me some kind of percentage of what you would charge to, to take care of that? It's somewhere between 35 and 50%. Okay. Of the, of the total sales. Correct. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. And you're doing a lot of work as well. I mean, mm -hmm. you mentioned having two weeks and going in and arranging things and pricing things. And some houses have a lot of mm -hmm. stuff, especially if the people have passed away and that's the entire, uh, you know, stuff that's in the house, that would, the, the entire content of the property, that's a lot of stuff mm -hmm. and it could take you a long time. Mm -hmm. So what would be the, let me ask you this question. What would it be 
after the sale is done, and let's say that there's stuff left over, I mean, what happens then? I mean, I mean, are, is that just the owner's or the kid's responsibility, or do you just say, hey, uh, how, how do you handle that stuff that's okay. left over after the sale? Our services, uh, and it states it in our contract and everything, our services also includes us boxing up everything and getting it all ready and, um, you know, getting a charity to come and get it. We use um, a couple of local uh, charities here in Northwest Arkansas, but I have to just, I mean, I have two because I have to have someone that's going to come and get all of it, you know. Um, so, uh, but I let them pick. And then, you know, if they want to do something else with it, that's their, you know, right. Um, and, you know, after the sale, uh, once the sale is finished, let's say it's four o'clock on Saturday afternoon, um, then if there's anything that they want to walk back through and look, and if there's anything that they want to take, a, you know, at that time and say, well, I don't really want this to go to charity or this group or whatever, they're welcome to it because it's their stuff at that time. Tammy, thanks so much for joining me today and for giving us such great information. If you are listening and you've got estate planning needs or questions, I want to encourage you to reach out to Tammy and her husband, Randy Siegelquist, and you can reach out to them at their cell phone numbers at 479-644-3306, or you can email them at hiddentreasuresnwa at gmail.com. You can also visit their Facebook page. Just search Facebook for Hidden Treasures NWA, and they will be posting any sales that are upcoming. Hey, if you're listening today and you are thinking about selling your home or buying your next home, we have 25 experienced agents ready to help you with your next real estate transaction. You can always reach out to us at info at hutchrealty.com, or you can go to our website at hutchrealty.com and you can view every active listing in Northwest Arkansas. Or if you're a seller, you can get a free automated home evaluation. If you like this podcast, don't forget to leave us a positive review and come back next week when we will continue talking about Northwest Arkansas real estate. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.